You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Hello and welcome to Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns. This is the show we share cutting-edge strategies from these brilliant marketers, as well as myself, for you, the VP of Marketing, Director of Marketing, owners of businesses so you can scale and grow your business and ultimately achieve vision. And we are broadcasting live from day three of none other than Traffic and Conversion Summit. TNC, y'all. TNC, y'all. We are here. We are a little bit punchy because we've all done our presentations Day three and Vegas after day three. Oh God, I was thinking of Steve Sims. Yeah, yeah. like uh-huh. staying in Vegas, fish and visitors go sour and smell bad. So it's about to get even worse today because like Dave Albano's party. Yes, worse. But anyway, be that as it may, my most favorite expression. We have been here and we have survived. You did a talk. You did a talk. I did a talk. Aside from saying that your talk was the best talk, which I know you probably, I know you guys think that your talks were the best talk. What were the best things that came out of that? Are we too hungover from to remember? Oh, so my highlights. I loved Ralph's talk. I thought that it was uh, good. You, sucking up. Well, no, hold on. This is the truth. I'm a data-driven marketer. Ralph was standing room only. As a matter of fact, you were the only standing room only talk I visited. Did you have that experience too? Yes, that you couldn't sit anywhere. People were sitting on the floor and standing rows on the floor. He could only see because he towered ginormously over everyone else. (laughs) That's right. You could actually stand. Yeah, Yeah. so it's good. You can buy the recordings if you want to. We're not commission based, so if you buy the TNC recordings, then you'll be able to see Ralph's speech. It was amazing. I love Lauren Petrullo's talk on the biggest undiscovered traffic channel being Pinterest. Yes, which was unbelievable, and it was interesting too because. She started off saying, I know you're skeptical, and won over the entire audience by the end. The thing that I thought was so good that I'm going to steal for you is people use gifts and presentations all the time. Yeah. You told a story in yours using the same characters in the same show. Yeah. So there was like this thread of narrative woven in that existed kind of underneath or on top of what it was you were saying, mm-hmm. but it really drove the point home. And because you know one of the characters, which is yeah. then it was easier to buy into what you are saying. It was the shittiest presentation, uh, TNC, but there was someone in the audience who had swag from the show and walked up and had an apothecary bag from one of the references in the show. And I was like, yes, my people. People were there in spirit. You know, if they weren't your people by the end of the presentation, they were your people. You got it. I think you won the award for most gifts presentation. It had to be seven some odd. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. No one has the gift game that no I No one has the gift yeah. gift that yeah. you have. Yeah, yeah. And I would say that your presentation Yeah. Now that we're doing the obligatory circle. Yeah, we're doing this. Yours circle. was a stand-up comedy show. Stand-up comedy I was show. legit was mad at you. Yeah, I was a little bit pissed off because you painted a very positive picture. Like, oh, everything's on fire. Yeah. 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 But aside from so all the world and digital marketing going to hell in a handbasket, it was absolutely outstanding. It was. Uh, I appreciate it. Tremendous. There were a bunch of really good talks. I like Christine Marie's was, it blew me away. Yeah. Uh, I the marketing one. Eddie Maloof, I didn't get to go to it at the same time, but apparently it was amazing. Yeah. What are the ones that y'all see? That if somebody bought the recordings, which ones should they watch? Well, I am always partial to Ryan Dice's keynote. Ryan. Always. I knew you were saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not his panel? 
Well, I mean, you on his panel, you didn't really add all that much, but you stole the panel. You stole the panel. I, I like hijacking. Yeah. Although Alicia was stole very, very good. Yeah. Yeah, her, her. Yeah. I saw her uh, presentation. I was convinced she's been on the show. She's been on my show. She's coming on. Yeah. Is she really? Yeah, she should. Yeah. She's a good one. Dude, yeah. she's so funny. Yes. She might be the funniest guest we've ever had. She might be the funniest yeah. female guest. Oh, without ever question. Had on yeah. show. No question. Yeah. Could be. Right. I don't know if we've ever had another female funny guest. So I'm so close to giving you a wet willy right now. <laughs> oh, come on. <sighs> Favorites. So, yeah, so Alicia's really good. Albert. Alaric did what Alaric did. Yes. I didn't get to see it. Alaric was very back to basics. Yeah. Which everybody needs. But I think sometimes a lot of these presentations, somebody tries to get so over the top, so super yeah. ninja, which was, I think, the criticism of mine that I heard sort of well. standing in line. Oh. Don't you love that with people? Oh, I love that. Oh, there was no. a lot of like, we were waiting for coffee. Like, yeah, Junior, oh, friends, it's like, yeah, it was like a little bit too much over my head. The point is, it's like, you're not going to be able to please everybody all the time. But I like Alaric because it went down back to the basics yeah. of, mm. like, how important YouTube actually is. You know this. I know this. You know this, obviously, to a certain degree. So I, I You like know this. this. And you, the professional traffic listener and viewer, mm. does know it. But I do say, for the said and done, Dice always bring it back yeah. to the center. I think he was able to do that. And he did it in such a way so that it really kind of made it seem like a lot of the things, the new and cool things in digital marketing now are things that are back to basics. Which has actually been a pretty recurring theme of Dice. It's like, you guys, this isn't any different than everything because he goes back to principles. Yeah. Did anybody see Perry's talk? I caught the tail end of Perry's talk. The emotion in the room was really high. People were really, really engaged and it felt more like an evangelical church sermon yeah, with the way that people were connecting with yeah. Perry. Mm. It was super well received. We definitely had the best jacket out of anyone. Did you wear that I had some great jacket. Well, you had some great jackets. You wore the yellow theme. My beaded jacket? Yeah. Yeah. I had outfit changes. I brought eight outfits for yeah. four days. Yeah. And, and then two years ago. Two years ago. That's actually got to start. So I would say it was overall a huge success here at Traffic Conversion Summit, and it's definitely still one of the best marketing conferences on the planet. Although, I do think they probably want to get more people here. I think they probably, like at this peak, Traffic Conversion Summit was a lot larger. It's a pretty big venue here. That would be my one criticism. It didn't seem quite as intimate. Yeah, I think there's sub three thousand is what I heard. Okay. And that's with networking passes. So those aren't actually full attendees. Mm. I didn't know how many there was. I thought it would be more intimate. Like it was spread out because the break rooms were a further away distance than I would have anticipated. Yeah. The things that changed here with like the VIP room being exclusively for VIP was interesting, but like I prefer I don't like associating feelings. Okay. If you want a wall card and you're on you at all right. times. I actually think like they could see me. Yeah, yeah no, that, yeah. that was surprising because yeah. it just seemed like... Visual pollution. Visual pollution. Yeah. At Disney, if you notice, they intentionally diverted attention away from the fast pass lanes yeah. so that the people in the regular line would feel like peasants yeah. for not pre-planning the fast pass. Right. And so I found it really interesting that the VIP room was so visible mm. and it did make such a line of demarcation... 
you are not one of us. But I actually didn't spend yeah. as much time in the VIP room the as I do typically. Yeah, the drinks were always okay. free there. That was helpful. I did like the red carpet going into each one of the breakout rooms. Yeah, that was, uh, that's cool. That was a, just a very exclusive. Touch. Yeah, it was a nice touch. It's not elitist, I would say. Yeah. Elitist touch. Yeah. That's the funny yeah. thing about VIP, and hopefully everybody knows I'm joking. It's like, you just spend more money. Than yeah. <laughs> you know, you just, it's like, so you're not too. important. It's like, very spendy person. It's like, yeah. Really important. Yeah. And it's just like, you just have a little bit of extra cash. Right. So, all right. So we've given our criticisms. Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's so, what I'll say is, if you're in the marketing space, there's something about being present at an event, networking, connecting, yeah. Like you don't get everything that you get if you just bought the media or bought the recording. So if it's not TNC, go to something. Go to something open. Yeah. You know, so yeah, many like, yeah. marketing conferences and meetups. And I feel I always get the most when I'm able to connect with people and figure out what yeah. you're doing. And, and I like different industries. So I'd be really careful. If you're an HVAC, don't go to the HVAC industry. I mean, go to something mm. here and learn from a realtor and a lawnmower repairman. Mm. Yeah. I will uh, say for being here and stuff. So like, we'll talk about different, for exact Pinterest strategies. I had four or five people I've never met come up to me, tell me that they had implemented something they either heard in perpetual traffic or saw in another video somewhere about Pinterest. When I'm on. Ratings go through roof. She's the funniest female guest. Yeah. Why do you say female? I'm the funniest guest. Obviously much funnier than Cossum. Try not to pick sides. Choose your favorite child. Who's your favorite ghost mouth? You know, oh, my child is for me the one who takes out the garbage more than the other ones. He's the trash. Yeah, he's the trash. That was such an easy joke. Uh, just spoke uh, for the obvious. Yeah. I thought we just established that going after some of the easy foundational elements are tried and true so with this reaching. conference. Yeah. Well, now you're trying to. Well, I have to make sure like six foot ten. Yeah, well, that is very People but, should see, because this is the first time, you know, like, they're not they're not able to... I'm the like, shortest. I'm the shortest. I'm mostly no. legs. My legs are, like, a centimeter shorter oh, than yours. Yeah. We do a hip to hip. Hip to hip. Top of hip, top of no, hip. You're like six he inches. barely beats me. You're, like, six inches solid. But that's with the heels. I mean, yeah. She wears 12 inch heels, so... Yeah. Oh, hardly. Wow. I wear three inch heels, so whatever. I but you are taller than me sitting down. Do you like how people it's listen true. to our podcast are like, I <laughs> spent time... Try to get value from your videos. This is where we learn. Let's get back to what we actually learned. Is there anything here aside from something from your talk? So you're not completely self trained Ah, yeah. Yeah. Like you learn from somebody else here. Okay. Give the perpetual traffic listeners to have all this fluff about this faster, taller, smarter, better looking, any of that. What was your big take? Did you actually have some? First off, I know you went to some talks. You have not. Most of your, your room most of yesterday. But anyway, I'll get to recovering. You can think for a bit. Mm. What was your takeaway? Yeah, I'm uh, taking this back to my yeah. media. Kevin Barber talked <laughs> about <laughs> the solution thing. Solution seven. Bogus media solution seven, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You're like Maroon Six. <laughs> so Kevin Barber had a talk about review acquisition strategies and how when he goes after cold customers. He'll get reviews on things such as that onboarding call, reviews on the lead magnet. So just people are seeing reviews for each touch point. And it seemed really brilliant, especially for all the discovery calls you have with people that don't necessarily bring to fruition a quarter million dollar contract, but still really valuable for them. And you can capture that review and provide someone who doesn't know, love, trust you because they didn't meet you in person at TNC to feel more comfortable 
in each step of that buying process. I thought it was really smart. Mm, yeah. How will you be using that in your market? Actually start implementing that strategy or just tell somebody on stuff? <laughs> It'll be delegated out. hundred <laughs> percent. But no, like we've been really hard on SOPs lately because it's not often a people problem, but a process problem. So then that's just a really quick and simple thing. If person did not purchase an audit after a discovery call, send them a review request or like an MPS score, net promoter score from that review call. And then if that's positive, follow up like, hey, for someone else that's going to go on this discovery call, can you help them make a more informed decision before talking to me or my team? Mm, good takeaway. I thought it was great. Their reactions are saying otherwise, but I no, thought it was really, really good. Really good thinking. Processing. Because you don't have to go just for the reviews of the people that are paying you. Right. There's still a lot of opportunity and a lot of feedback. Again, for the people that came up to me saying, I implemented what you told me to do on Pinterest. Right. And the impact that it had, they gave me no money. So I never would have solicited a review from them. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, oh. You know what I like about the idea of soliciting reviews from people mid-process is when somebody compliments you, they're more likely to continue the process. Fair. So if you just stop and say like, hey, just out of curiosity, how was so far? Yeah. Whatever the qualification call, is there anything I can do better? That's my favorite way to ask for a review by the way. Mm. You know, saying, can you give me a review? Saying, is there anything I can do better? Inevitably, that was like, oh, you were, and then they offer you the thing and you then yeah. you say, wow. That's really impactful. I appreciate that. Would you mind me sharing the people? Now, bam. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What was your pick? Christine Marie had a discussion about empathy-driven marketing. And within that, she had this discovery process. It reminded me a lot of what you guys do at Tier 11, where she interviewed customers, which yeah. makes all the sense in the world. But she also interviewed staff. Mm. And vendors. And staff. And she interviews freaking everybody. Yeah. But when she was talking about interviewing the staff, and then and then the fact that none of the staff were on the same page as to who they were, what the mission was, what they were selling, and I honestly don't do much in the way of that kind of precursor work anyway, but if I did, the customers are the obvious. I don't think I ever would have thought of interviewing the staff. Okay. And then doing so allows her to kind of get a sense as to where the breakage is in the company. Yeah. Because she interviewed the staff, she interviewed the customers, and she realized that the staff thought the buying decision was predicated on price, and it wasn't at all for right. the customer. And so the modification of that narrative permeated everything that they did inside of that business, from the messaging, the website, the videos, the call to action, et cetera. And I thought that was a really good pro tip. And had like an 800% increase in growth. Yeah. Yeah. That was a common theme I heard. What I heard in at least four talks is the key to getting more leads, sales, getting more from your paid traffic is actually doing more research mm. and understanding your customer. I mean, we talk about it a lot. We yeah. talk about it here on the show a lot. But to hear other people talking about the most boring part, the unsexy part of marketing, just reiterated to me again how important it is. So the importance of actual research and advertising, like the old school stuff that nobody really wants to talk about, although everyone talked about it. Yeah. Dice talked about it all the way through. He gave some really good examples, you know, the call out ads, actually doing your research, talking to your sales team, talking to your staff. But I think a cool tip I had never heard, and this uh, shout out to Alicia, is Google industry niche product stand up comedy because these guys do a ton of research. And I've done research on how long it actually takes for a stand up comic to perfect their act. Oh, it's two years a set. It's crazy yeah. long. I heard it was almost three years. Yeah. yeah. So the professionals, Peace. I listened to a Joe Rogan interview, yeah. and I said yeah. the best of the best of the best are two years. I bet you like if you're aspiring, you probably need to do more. Right. 
was naturally this funny. You don't have to do any at all. Lori's yeah. mic went out, so everybody knows, so she can't speak. And I am loving this episode. It's great that she can't yeah. talk because we lost battery on right. our Riverside recording. Yeah. Wow, what are we going to say about Lori now that she can't speak? No, it's incredible. Well, you know, we know. Pinterest is a waste of time. Yeah, Pinterest. Is- there's no hope. Just don't waste your so time. It's really, it's just a black hole. No. I don't know why she comes on. She talks about it all the time. Yeah, nonstop. It's like one of those like networks you just don't really pay attention to. I don't believe in. Uh, it's uh, like Friendster. Right. Yeah. 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 It really is. is yeah. Friendster yeah. for pathetic people. <laughs> pathetic people who like visuals. Right. I don't know. Just adds up listen to this podcast. <laughs> no wedding planning. I don't know. No, that's not true. We love Pinterest, and we love Lauren, even though she can't talk right now because her battery went out. I but, can talk, but can't hear me. Yeah, that's all right. But she can hear each other. She's pantomime. It's not you on YouTube. So here we are, Traffic and Conversion Summit. Final day. Yep. We're all heading home. It's the first time we've actually recorded and actually, well, met each other while yeah. you're face-to-face. Wow. That was a big deal. Yeah. You met my wife last night, even though you can't talk, in like 13 seconds. So that was fun. But no, it's been great hanging out with you guys this past week. Yes. And you too. Yes. All right, everybody. Hopefully uh, we have been able to accurately summarize. And hopefully you got at least one relevant thing from this week's show. As opposed to just lots of riffraff between these two. But make sure that wherever you listen to podcasts, you subscribe and leave a rating. It helps digital marketers and smart people like yourself, more of you, get the message to help them to scale and grow their business and ultimately achieve their vision. I'm not even doing the outro right today because it's been like three days of traffic and conversions. So make sure you subscribe and leave a rating wherever you're listening. And make sure you do uh, subscribe to our channel over on YouTube, perpetualtraffic.com forward slash YouTube. Follow Cossum, I guess, on his socials. Follow Lauren on her socials. Just Google her. You'll probably find her and follow me on my socials, especially on LinkedIn and all the links and relevant information here, although there really wasn't all that much in this week's show, are in show notes over at professionaltraffic.com. So on behalf of my awesome co-host, Kasim Aslam, Peace. and on behalf of Lauren Petrullo, who can't say anything, huh? I was trying to give her my mic. <laughs> no! Until next show, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic, 